welcome to the Pet Grooming Business Podcast with me, Bill Betts, where we give practical business advice to help you grow your pet grooming business. This podcast is sponsored by LowPay, the low-rate payment app that gives you more. So without further ado, let's get going. Okay, welcome everyone. It's uh, what are we, Wednesday today, isn't it? Wednesday lunchtime. We could be doing... Um, a little bit of lunch and learn today. I, I learned that from uh, from Sophie, <laughs> Sophie Bell the other day. Lunch and learn, which they do in the vet practices. But I thought uh, we had a little uh, call lined up with Fiona. So I thought we'd uh, have some lunch and learn with Fiona. And Fiona's uh, your VA. So welcome, Fiona. Hi, thank you, Bill. Nice to speak to you. Yeah, I like that lunch and learn. That sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> I, might, I might take that on board. I might do lunchtime interviews instead of evening ones or, or mix yeah. them up a bit. So lunch and learn. Not that not that dog groomers have lunches. <laughs> I know. Well, that's it. I think everyone, I'm, I'm guilty of not stopping some days or running down and getting a sandwich and bringing it back up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I just did. Was, we, we should. Yeah, we should have a break, <laughs> whatever we're doing. <laughs> we should schedule it in, shouldn't we? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Schedule our lunches in. So, um, Fiona, you're 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 a virtual assistant to the canine industry. So, um, you work with pet groomers and all other in um, people that work within the industry, all the other pet professionals. That's right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. So tell us, tell us a little bit about your background and then how you got into what you do. Yeah, um, I was a, an executive assistant for over sort of 15 years in the corporate world. Um, so got a strong history of dealing with uh, lots of different things in different industries. Um, and then I've also been a pet owner, dog owner specifically for over 18 years. Um, so I've got quite a strong knowledge in, in the canine industry and knowing what um, dog owners want. Um, and obviously I understand businesses as well. Um, so then really is I've had a couple of redundancies over the last five, six years. And then obviously with COVID and lockdown, I was furloughed and I decided that I wanted to uh, try and do something for myself and future proof myself. Um, so I came up with the idea of becoming a virtual assistant. Yeah. Um, and obviously when I was working with my mentor and she said, you know, what areas can you work in? Where have you got a niche or what industries? The first one at the top of my head was well, the canine world, because I love dogs. I understand the industry because I'm trained as a dog trainer as well and worked with a dog trainer for five, six years on the weekend. So I felt like it gave me a strong understanding of the industry and um, knowing what people want. You know, so I like to think that I can complement the businesses that I work with, you know, even if they're not dog trained businesses, because I've got a dog, obviously my dog goes to groomers. You know, I know what, I know what you know your customers' clients are expecting of you, and how they expect that to happen. Um, you know, having it from a personal perspective as well. So that was why I decided to sort of niche into the canine industry. Um, because there were, I know there's a couple of people out there who do it now, but at the time when I first started looking, there didn't seem to be that I was aware of. Um, and something what I find particularly with the canine industry people is that they're you know, everybody's nervous about getting someone to work with them to start with. But the big worry is often that they won't understand the mm -hmm. industry, you know, and it'll take them a long time to explain things to them. So that was sort of where I sort of thought, well, I understand all that, you know, anyway. 
Um, so you know we've got that in front of us not to start with. So yeah. So, so if you say your um, your dogs to the groomers, what dogs do you or what dog or dogs do you have? Um, I've got two Springer Spaniels. All right. How do you have them? Do you have them like completely naked, like shaved off, or do you keep? No, them- no. No, well, the oldest one just sort of tends to get a short groom now, but I don't like it stripped completely off. But she goes to an holistic groomer mm-hmm. um, because she's got spondylosis and spinal problems. Right. So she goes, I found someone in my area um, who's a holistic groomer who would, you know, work to her needs. Yeah. Um, and I use that one for the same with my youngest one, but she just tends to have a, a tidy up. We don't flip her coat because the coat's so nice. So we just have the, the tidy up of the back of the legs and the feathers and the hygiene in areas and things like that. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> cool. So um, tell us a little bit about the problems that you you find um, people come to you with. So, so obviously you're a virtual assistant. So when you speak to your clients, your dog groomer clients, what kind of problems are they after after solving? What what do they come come to you with? Um, quite in the grooming industry, um, a lot of the problems are that people are struggling to keep on top of their bookings and their clients and fitting their clients in, um, because a lot of them are still running a paper diary, um, or they've got a booking system what they've started to set up but not fully got to grips with it. Um, so they haven't got it set up fully, so it's not functioning as they need it to function. So that that's a big thing that's coming up quite a lot now. Um, something else is that you know quite a lot of them want to do social media, um, but don't have the time to do it or don't have the, the time to create the graphics. Um, yeah. So I do get people asking for social media. Um, I do do that for some of my clients, but it's not something I'm big into doing. Um, social media but what I do love doing is creating graphics in Canva Mm -hmm. Um, so something what I do do for people is obviously you know create those graphics for them to put themselves in so templates so I know a lot of groomers share before and after pictures um, and they want nice templates to go with it Um, you know they they don't even know how to do it or they don't have the time to do it or don't want to do it (laughs) which is where you know I always say we come in you know a virtual assistant is there to be doing the things that you know either you don't have time to do you should no longer be doing you know or you don't know how to do Um, so you know creating Canva graphics and that can cover your things for your social media it can be um, service leaflets that people have Um, email marketing is another one which you know a lot of groomers haven't done and are starting to think about sending regular emails to their customers to keep in touch with them. Some of that can be done in the booking systems that are available, depending on which one you have and which packages you have, or it can be done in the traditional email marketing systems like MailerLite and MailChimp and various other ones as well. So, yeah, I think we you know we clicked a lot of information about clients yes. but sometimes we don't really understand or know how to use it effectively for our businesses that's it and quite a lot of the systems that i've looked at with some people in that you can hold so much information in there and I, with like the dog's date of birth and their vet's details and you know and when i speak to people i encourage them to use that system you know to its full potential because by you collecting you know the vet details and things like that it's showing that your business is professional because you want to know everything about the dog if it's got any medical history 
And the same, I think, a big thing is, you know, keeping in touch with your customers, you know, all the different touch points. I think a good one is, you know, if you've got the dog's date of birth, then, you know, sending an email, you know, a couple of days before the dog's birthday, you don't have to be giving them anything, but just sort of saying, oh, we know it's, you know, Douglas's birthday tomorrow. We'd like to wish him a happy birthday. And I think it's just, it's just that customer service, isn't it? And, you know, keeping in the forefront of the customer's minds. And if you can automate that, then obviously, you know, why not do this sort of stuff? Because that's going to make make you stick out in, in front of all the other um, people, isn't it? So it is, yeah. You know, and it's the same as that. You know, you can, I know you can put tags on people, and, you know, obviously some clients always give you a tip, you know, and it's good to run, you can run reports in the system to see who your biggest tippers are or who tips you. You know, and then sending them an email at Christmas, you know, or a Christmas card, even in the post, if there's not, you know, horrendous amount. But, you know, there's plenty of e-Christmas cards you can make or design a Christmas email and things like that, just wishing them a Merry Christmas, you know, and that makes them feel special then to keep coming to you and giving you the tips as well, which is, you know, always the bonus. <laughs> Win-win, isn't it? Tips? It is, yeah. Tips, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Lopay. Low pay is half the price of SumUp and Zettel, so you keep more of the money that you earn. Rates start at 0.79%. So um, you mentioned a bit of jargon uh, uh, earlier, the touch point. Some people might not understand what that means. So are you able to just uh, explain what touch point means? Yeah, it's going, it's, I'm trying to think the easiest way to explain it. It's, so when you've got a customer in your database, Every time you get in touch with them, that is like a touch point. So mm -hmm. you might send them an email saying, we've got a special offer on, um, you know, and telling them about your special offer, that's a touch point. But they, they might not always respond to that. And certainly with social media, they say, you know, it can take 10, 11 touch points of people seeing your posts before they'll actually engage with you. Um, but, you know, if you're talking about the, the, the email systems that you can do, just sending an email out to customers, that's a touch point saying we've got a special offer on, we've got a cancellation group. It's just keeping in touch with the customers and the clients um, so that they remember you and you're always there in their mind when they want things. Because I know, I mean, I wouldn't swap and change groomers. You know, if my groomer's full, I wait for her. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and not everybody's like that. You know, some people just want their dog grooming now and they'll just go round all the different groomers looking for one where they and you know, ones what they like, the price is better and things. But you know, for me it's not about that. And I think if you know my groomer keeps in touch with me, um, she sends me emails and things when she's got offers on and you know, promoting her what any pet care to thing that she does as well, you know. So it's always she's always popping up in my mind. So she's yeah. always sort of touching base with me in a way. And that's the Even thing. Subconsciously. That's it. So um, so although we put as a as a pet groomer, you might be putting out a lot of information, uh, emails, newsletters, social media posts, TikToks, um, yeah. you know, might do a podcast like this or a, a live interview or a live video. And you might not get any sort of real direct responses from those, but they're all touch points with your with your customers or um, potential customers. So even if you're sending out 
um, newsletters and you start to get a bit disheartened about it. You're thinking, oh, you know, no one ever replies to my emails. They might not even, they might just sit in the inbox and they just see your your business name. It's still a touch point. And you've got to remember that and have that in the back of your mind, you know, everything that you're doing. Yeah, I mean, like for me personally, there's a she's a dog trainer, but she's been following me since February time, mm-hmm. and she spoke to she got in touch with me in February and said, "Oh, I might need your help. What can you do?" And I told her, um, and then I know she's been following me because she's liked my comments, but she's never commented on anything. Um, and then at the beginning of August, she came to me and said, "Right, I'm ready to work with you now." Yeah, I've, I've, I've been watching you. I like the what you say. I know you understand the business, so I'm ready to work with you now. You know, and that really that relationship's been going on for seven months. If you look at it like that, that's so, right. You know, I didn't always notice if she liked things, but she's obviously been watching, been spying on you. So, so if we, so you don't yeah. know, do you? You don't know who's watching, and as you say, you've got to not get disheartened about you know you're putting social media out there or emails. You know, just because people don't respond doesn't mean that they're not reading and taking in what you're saying. That's right. You know, um, and the three words to remember is that no like and trust, isn't it? And, yes, and every definitely. time you you put that touch point out there, you're building up that no like and trust. Now, some pet groomers will be like screaming at the screen at the moment, or if they're listening to this on a podcast, going, "Yes, I know all this," you know, but I haven't got the time. And that's that's where uh, Fiona, your VA, comes yeah. in, isn't it? That's it, yeah, because I can get access to your systems, whether it's, you know, your you Savvy or your Barclay or whichever. And if you've got their emailing addresses in there, then, you know, I can work with that and send out communications through that or we can set up on, you know, on the MailChimp or MailerLite. Some people have both running anyway, um, you know, so we can get that set up and I can regularly communicate with the customers for you yeah yeah and um so tell us a little bit about your your new you've got a new product out where you're helping people get digital on their uh on their diary digital diaries i was gonna say it's a bit like making touch digital today um this morning and she literally had this diary in front of her which was her life like her business her business was this diary and i was like what if your daughter like throws it in a bucket of water or you know yeah. what if your dog runs off with it down the road what happens then and she did actually have a, a computer system um using one of the systems out there and i was like why are you using both it must be so confusing so how do you help people with that I, I, it's funny because quite a lot of people who say to me when they talk about it, I can see they're nervous of getting rid of that paper diary mm. because they think, oh, it's a computer program. It, what if it breaks? What if I lose it? But all these all these booking systems, they're all backed up on the cloud, mm. you know, and they're backing up continuously. Um, so you're not going to, you might lose access to it if you lost your password, but you know, that can easily be solved to say, you know, to get your password back, but it's always there. So this what one of the services that I've put in, in now is, is actually to get, as you say, get people going digital. So, you know, I'll, I'll have a call. If somebody is interested, I'll have a call with them. We'll, we'll discuss what it is they're actually wanting to do because some people just want a basic system mm-hmm. just to, for them to use. Some people want a system that will allow 
their customers to have the link so they can go in and book themselves. And, you know, and then others will want all that marketing in there as well to be able to send all that communication out. So, you know, I have a call with people and we discuss what it is they want to use and use it for. Um, and then I'll have a look at the packages. And obviously there's so many different ones. I, you know, most of the groomers are aware of them. So I always encourage them to look at them as well, because I don't want to be the one who says you must mm-hmm. use the savvy or whatever, which I won't do. You know, I'll, I'll say which ones I think are best. But I always make sure they make the decision themselves on which one they want. Yeah. Um, and then it's just a matter of then of me collecting their data from them, what they want to go in it. Now, it might be that they're already using the system and they want to transfer. Um, so I can go in there and pull the information across um, and put it in. Or if if it isn't and it is a paper diary with all their clients on, then obviously we do have to do it. They do have to do a little bit of work with me unless they want to photocopy their diary and send it to me with all the customer details on. But, you know, I, I had one lady who literally sent me all by messenger just, you know, names and addresses and the dog's names, you know. <laughs> it was a long message. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so I'm helping people, you know, get that system set up. So, you know, I can, all they need to do really is once they've decided what system it is, obviously they need to do the setup because they'll have to put their payment card into it. So, and then give me access to it and I can build that whole system for them set up all the customer details, set up the marketing, set all the business hours up, all and put all the services in it and the tags and things like that. So they're tagging customers, whether they're a good customer or dog to avoid and things like that. So, you know, I'll set it up completely. Um, and then when it's all set up at the end, we'll have a half an hour session on Zoom or Teams um, where I show them around the system, you know, and how to use it. Um, and then point them in the direction of sort of like there's a lot of help sheets and things like that you can get from the from the systems themselves. But they're always evolving for these systems. So, you know, there's always, and I've seen the Facebook groups with systems, all the, you know, people popping up saying, how do this, how do that? And, you know, they either don't do it or they're putting it on. Um, so, you know, I'll do that call with people, you know, just to get them going um, and, and encourage them to start using that. And, you know, if, it, if it's that you have to run two systems for a month or so, so you trust them. Yeah. You know, some I know some people do do that. And then other people will just go, right, that's it. I've, I've transferred it all across. So, you know, if they've already got bookings in from now until Christmas Day, you know, I'll transfer all those bookings across as well. So just complete setup. So they don't have to worry about the tech. They can carry on grooming the dogs. <laughs> and then some people you'll have to prize that diary out of their cold dead hand because you'll yeah. never you'll never get them out, away from the paper diary. Uh, yeah, that's it. We we started off on paper and card system, um, but I think the the saviour for us was that um, we used to <clears throat> record record the customer's details on a card, but then we'd also put it onto an Excel spreadsheet. So when we got to about eight hundred customers, our receptionist retired, and then we we're like. Uh, what we're going to do now so when we decided to systemize we had a spreadsheet to go to and and sort of uh, import that data into a system Um, so so the green cards the the green card system that we used was gradually phased out and then uh, the system took over but imagine having to put all 800 customers onto a that would take me a bit of time and that would cost a bit more (laughs) yeah that's it (laughs) 
And the other thing is, obviously, people do look at my website and they see, obviously, I've got that listed on there as a service. I haven't put a price on there because everybody's needs are going to be different. And as you say, you know, I might get a groomer come along who's just got 50 clients, or I may get someone like yourself who comes along and has 800 clients, and it's not on an Excel spreadsheet. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how that would, how we even did it, how, how we would have done it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so top tip, if you're not using a system yet and you're running a paper diary, get all yeah. of your clients onto Excel. At least then it's um, saved off-site as well so that you can access all your clients' details should, you know, worst-case scenario, you lose your diary or or something happens to your diary. Well, that's it, isn't it? If it's in your diary or your card system in, in your shop, and as you say, worst-case scenario, something happens, mm. you know, and, and that gets lost. You've lost everything. Yeah, that's right. You know, and you'll always get the customers who do come back in. But what about the ones that you have to remind? They're the ones you're going to lose, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely. As you say, top tip, get it on an Excel spreadsheet at the very minimum. Yeah. If you're not using, you know, an online system. But, you know, I think online systems are definitely the way to go. Automation, save time. You know, you spend more time grooming the dogs then and doing less time on your admin once it's all set up, which I'll set up. So, yeah. So, is there anyone brave enough yet to allow you to book, uh, um, take inquiries from customers and book them into their diary? Because every every pet groomer runs their diary differently, don't they? Um, yeah. Quite a lot of like oh, nuances around the uh, pets and the people. And do, can you see a day where like, we could hand that over to a virtual assistant to do put the bookings in the diary? I think you can. And it, it just depends because I have done it. I was doing it for somebody. Mm. I, I, but then we got the online system working so that they, they had their customers booking in online. Mm -hmm. um, the only difficulty is it depends because some people do call handling so if it was that they were going to be answering the calls all the time it, it's it's work it's juggling around <coughs> how that virtual system wants to work whether they're just going to do sort of you know call handling for multiple groomers which may come in or you know I have, there's access to you know you can get access to their systems and their messengers so you can log in and book people in that way mm. so yeah i can see i can see it happening um, I know some groomers don't want customers to book themselves in, do they? No. <laughs> I don't think you do, do you? No, it, it um, just fills us with fear. But, you know, we'll end up with like um, no, 10 massive dogs one day. <laughs> <laughs> you've got to know, that, you've got to know the, the, the basics, I suppose, around the, the different breeds, what they require, the different needs. And even yeah. like, when you've been going as long as Emma, she, she like knows what the dog will have off the top of their head knows what the customer likes, that sort of stuff. But, you know, that if we could get like a VA system where people phone you and you book the dogs in, that would just be awesome, yeah. wouldn't it? That must be that's one of the it, biggest yeah. bugbears of, of uh, groomers. Is like, I think it is, yeah. Mm, get messages because people always expect you to, you know, to get back to you straight away and you just, you don't have time to do that. But I think there is, with the systems as they're getting more and more advanced, there's ways, I think, putting your appointments in. There's going to be ways come in so you can put appointments in so people can't book the wrong appointments. Uh, you know, so, yeah. you know, you can tailor your services so it's quite specific 
in there so people know and maybe the first time you book them in and then say to them, you can do it online, this is what you need to be booking. Um, and I know some, I know some one, one system provider said they're looking at that, making it quite specific so people can only, as you set the customer up in the system to start with, mm. you can actually specify what services they can book. Right. So in that, in that way, then when somebody logs on themselves to book their dog in, the only services they then see are the services that are available to them. It's getting it's getting smarter, isn't it? And yeah. if I if I was to have to spend a day in our shop and Emma needed me to stand on to, to stand in on reception, um, I would cause chaos. <laughs> and I'll probably book everything in for November. And then when the, when November comes around, it'd be like, who the hell booked all these in on these days? <laughs> so what, what Emma's done before is um she's written down all the available slots. So that yeah. when the phone rings, I've got like available slots and whether it's small, big or small, medium or large or cat sort of thing. So I can just go to the diary and fill those slots up. Uh, if, and if there's anything I don't know, I just chuck them in like a month later or something when, I knew, when, yeah. when the day's in. We've got, we've got a chance to rearrange it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I've, probably, um, I've probably caused a bit of chaos in my lifetime doing reception at, 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 at our groomers. That's it, yeah. But I think the key is if you know if anybody was looking to work with a, a VA to do that sort of thing, it's obviously it's clear communication from the start. Mm. You know, the same as everything else. So you know, explaining to people like myself, saying, right, I will only do so many big dogs in a day, yeah. um, and you know, making sure that person who you're working with fully understands what the capacity is for that day, and then you're not going to get yourself in too much of a tangle then yeah so what um what kind of services obviously we said about newsletters and emails and you answer messages like facebook messages and and things yeah. like that to your clients what other services can you can you offer um one of the something what i have done for some people is and it obviously it's not all groomers but i know there is some groomers um training other groomers mm -hmm. to, to work in specific ways so I, I've set courses up, so building courses for people. Yeah. Um, some some groomers are sort of looking down the, the route of sort of doing, creating passive income in a way. Um, so they're creating e-books, um, yeah. what they can then sell on, on specific things to do with dog grooming. Um, now, some people might say, oh, but if you're teaching someone to groom a dog, that's taking money away from us. But that helps you expand outside your local area. Mm -hmm. So if you had a product on your website saying, you know, you can buy this book for, depending on what it was, £10, let's just say. And, it, you know, it's an e-book, what I've designed in Canva, explaining specific ways on how to groom your dog or care for your dog, the feet and the teeth and things like this. And people are wanting to buy that. If you have that on your website and people are buying it all the time. It's, it's creating that income. Um, without you doing anything after the first initial setup, and it gives you that reach beyond your local area. So I've, I've done that. Um, there's a groomer who's teaching other groomers to work in a specific way, um, mm -hmm. and she actually ran a did a a speech at a conference. So I I built her a landing page um, in MailerLite so that she could give people a link um, who were listening to her, and then they went on 
And when they went on, they clicked on this page and it told you all about what she did um, and how she did it and why it was in this certain way of grooming. Um, and then obviously at the very end of that, she was then selling her online course. So I, I've built all that. And then there's behind that, there's the email system behind it um, with all the different emails that come out keeping people interested in it. So I've done that. So, I mean, I've, I've done, I do diary management. I do newsletters, as we've said, do camera graphics. Possibilities are endless, really, in a way. Yeah, it you know, is. I think you do so many different things. I mean, at the minute, I'm, I'm doing a presentation in camera for someone who's delivering a presentation. Now, that's for a dog trainer, but, you know, it's not beyond what some groomers might want to do to, to deliver a presentation. So I'm building a presentation at the moment in camera for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Not only are you taking work away from the, the client, as in you're, you're taking it away for, for, to work on it on their behalf, but you're also bringing that technical skill into the, into the business as well, because a lot of some of that that you've just said would be, like, would be beyond some people. They'd be yeah. like, how, do you, how would you even start building a, a land, what's a landing page? You know, yeah, how do you even it. start building a landing page in, in these things called MailerLite and MailChimp and, and uh and stuff like that so when quite often when we come up against like this sort of stuff we shut down don't we and we just like oh it's too hard it's too difficult i'm not going to do it whereas you you bring bring along um that technical skill as well because and again because you work with so many different people in different businesses you get to to see all the different um you know systems and and uh, email systems and course building systems. So you That's get it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And it is, it's, you know, I, I love tech, you know, and I've, I've been, like I said, I've been an executive assistant. So doing things like diary management and emailing people and designing newsletters and things like that, techie and all the systems, then that I love that. You know, I've tried to clip my own dogs. You wouldn't want to see the result. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I just thought, leave that to the groomers and give me, you know, the other stuff behind it, the admin and the, the tech and, you know, yeah. let's push people's businesses forward that way, you know. And even if it's, it's it's that saving time. So as we said at the start, this lunch and learn. But, you know, even if by having someone do set up a booking system for you, it's going to save you so much time. You know, okay, you might agree with another dog in that time or you might have an hour off. Yes. You know, work-life balance, it's important. Yeah. You know, so it's, you know, I, I'm here to save people time and stress and whether that's so they can then earn more money in their business by booking more dogs in because they haven't got to do their admin or whether it's taking a well-earned break. You know, it's whatever they need to do with that time, isn't it? So I take it um, when if a business owner um, says, right, I need someone, some help in my business to do some of the admin tasks, do you um, sit down and discuss what they need doing and then recommend like how much time they need to have, because they're basically buying your time, aren't they? They so. are, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I mean, I, I offer three calls, half an hour discovery calls. Um, I have a chat with them and try and get to the bottom of, you know, what's causing them the pain in their business? Mm. What is it? What's, what's too time consuming? Or let's say the pain points, or what they're struggling with um, and we'll, we'll go through that and see what it is um, and then I can either suggest systems that we can build to make that a lot easier which I can then show them how to use or 
I can do it all the time for them on those systems. Um, or if it's sort of, you know, ongoing monthly admin for people who are, you know, maybe sending out invoices, um, if they do it that way or getting in touch with their suppliers and doing their ordering for all their products, you know, I, I can do that. And depending on what they want, then I'll suggest, you know, the, the package that would be best for them, you know, the monthly retainer packages. And sometimes to start with, we just start on an ad hoc basis so that you know we see what we can cover in the month and how many hours uh, and then we tailor it from there hmm. yeah we just you know have a chat and see what it is they need and get a good uh, try and get an idea you know and even i don't know sometimes how long things are going to take to do you know it just depends on the systems and what level of detail you're doing so yeah I, you know and i'm running out doing a particular thing this month and i've gone way over my ba hours yeah. <laughs> uh, i'll just let you know i'll let you know at the end of the month but i normally have yeah. 20, 20 hours a month and i've gone way over that so far yeah. well that's it and, that, and that's what i would say to my clients you know if, if they say you know i'll have 15 hours a month you know i'll say to them you know we're in the middle of the month and i've already done 12 you know then i'll get in touch with them and say we've already done 12 hours and it's only the 15 for the month um, you know, just to let you know, I can either go up to 15 and stop, or if you want me to continue, then obviously that will be billed additionally at the end of the month, like yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And, you know, I wouldn't, I, again, I wouldn't be without uh, a virtual assistant and how much they've accelerated um, my business, because when there's only one of you, or, you know, there is only so much you can do. There's only yeah, so much yeah. time that you can spend in your business, whereas, um but having an assistant that's virtual, you know, you're not having to spend that, you're not having that commitment of like wages every month. Um, no. And you're not having to do the tax, national insurance, et cetera, but you're getting the help and the assistance that um, to accelerate your business. Because it, it might be that sending out that newsletter or that email to everyone in your system might mean that, you know, what if 10 people book that month? Yeah, you know, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. Just having that encouragement to to just having your name in front of them that reminds them to book to book those appointments in. And that's it. And it's like you say, you know, hiring staff, whether they're you know employed staff or you know contractors like myself as a virtual assistant, it it is an investment into your business. And some people look at it as an expense, um, but I think you sort of have to get around that and say it's not an expense; it's an investment because, mm -hmm. as you say, you know. I do it if I do a newsletter to, you know, to 50 customers that you've got, you know, it, it might encourage those people who don't come very often or that come once a blue moon and think, oh, yeah, my dog is looking at mine down here. <laughs> well, you know, might look at their dogs and sort of say, oh, yeah, they could actually do with a groomer. Oh, oh, the teeth are looking a bit dirty. I didn't know they did teeth cleaning at the groomers now, you know, because I know that's becoming a real big thing. Um, mm. with it and you know it's such a great thing to do rather than taking to your, your dog to your vets and having it sedated so we can clean the team yeah yeah, yeah. and it's promoting you know it's it's reminding people of what they can promote you know I've, I've, I've done this with my own groomer when she grooms my dog we sit there and we go right what have you talked about on social media then and you know and I, I go through things with her while she's grooming my dog <laughs> A little, bit of little bit of coaching there while she's that's doing it. it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah, because I, I have to stay with my, with one of mine because of the spinal issues. So, yeah. you know, but, so I sort of sit there while she's grooming her and I'll say, you know, I haven't seen you promoting your teeth cleaning and I know you do it. 
because you showed me it, so I only promoted it. You know, and it's things like that. And you don't, when you're thinking about your business all the time and you're working in it, you don't always remember all the things you can do. Mm. And, and getting that promotion out there. So that that one email newsletter from me, so, you know, your client list, you might sell 10 deep cleaning packages. Uh, it. it's, it's things like that, isn't it? So it's yeah. definitely an investment, you know, and we all have to make investments in our businesses to push them forward, you know. I've had to do it, you know, I've invested in things, you've invested in things, you know. Yeah. We do have to do it, and as you say, it's 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 then you get that return on it. You imagine you if you imagine like your your teeth cleaning your initial teeth cleaning package um, is fifty pounds, and you send that newsletter out, and you get ten booked in. That's five hundred quid for that month. That's, that's it. That's, yeah, that's five hundred yeah. quid more than you probably would never have had. And that's it's time, it. isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. Everyone I speak to on 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 my calls, it's like. Well, I really want to do this, but I haven't got the time. Or I haven't got the time to do this. I haven't got the time. I haven't got the time. And yeah. it's, you keep keep coming back to the same same thing. And it's it, and I think we struggle um, to value our value, put a value on our time and value ourselves because if you know if you're not valuing your time, then you're just going to be like spending it working in your business all the time. Yeah. Whereas yeah. Um, if you get someone to do these tasks for you start making a bit more money money buys back time doesn't it because you have to work. it does yeah that's it and i know you encourage your in your groups about you know the pricing and getting the prices right and not undervaluing their time and their skills and that's, yeah. and that's the big thing and there is so many things dog groomers can do that i don't think people know about that's it I mean, I didn't know about teeth cleaning until I joined your group. <laughs> I, mean, I think I've been in it about a year now, but I didn't realise that that was a thing. And then you were nudged your groomer, did you? Yeah. I mean, if I'd have known that years ago, I'd have had my dog's teeth clean because yeah. she won't let me touch that with the toothbrush, but she might have done the, might have done the groomer all those years ago, but she's 13 and a half now, and, you know, it's, it's not something I'm going to put on her. But, you know, it's, people don't always realise the different services the groomer offers because you know some people might just think it's just flipping you know but there's so much more than that there is so much more you, uh, um that we can do definitely, definitely yeah definitely yeah well um thank you for coming along i'm just going to yeah, put your you your website into the um into the comments so people can come and speak to you how, how else can people get hold of you um they can get hold of me via my website. Um, there's a contact form on there. Um, I'm also on Facebook as well. Um, obviously, my, my personal Facebook is Fiona Pedley. Um, my business Facebook is Fiona Your VA. Um, I, I do get people contact me through though. You know, it's not yeah. it's not a problem. I just ignore the messages that come out of hours <laughs> and reply to them in business hours. But yeah, and they can get in touch with me that way. Or I mean, my I'll give you my email address for it is on the website, but it's it's Fiona at Fiona hyphen your VA dot co dot UK. Cool. Um, all my contact. If you Google me, I usually pop up. Google's playing well. And uh, I know you're often like lurking around in the shows, but do you think we'll get you a, get you on a trade stand somewhere at some shows soon? I'd like to think I can get to one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I would have come to Green Best. Um, if, if we haven't been away 
Yeah. You know what you and Vicky met, especially because obviously I know yourself and I know Vicky because I've met you. You know that would give that would have given me confidence to go on a stand, knowing you were there as well. So you know, I probably won't be at Cross, probably a bit too.